0: different perspective, ready for provocative conversation, intriguing stories, and inspiration, then don't touch that dial. Welcome to Talk with Francesca. She'll give you something to talk about all week long. Now, here's Francesca.
1: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Talk with Francesca. I'm Francesca, your host, and I am certain by the end of this hour, you're going to know a little bit more than you do now, so don't touch that dial we are going to be talking about all things that have to do with employments uh if you lost your job during the pandemic you're going to want to definitely stay tuned because beverly williams who is the author of your gps to employment success how to find and succeed in the right job is here with us tonight she's going to explain everything from how you motivate yourself physically mentally and emotionally for the job search to why it isn't always a good idea to answer every question honestly during a job interview. Well, that's interesting. Uh, Welcome, Beverly, to talk with Francesca. Great to have you with us.
2: Francesca, it's it's my pleasure to be here, and thank you so much for inviting me. Oh,
1: you bet. Um, Well, this is uh, very timely because so many people um, were out of work or are still out of work um, due to the pandemic, and it's just been, you know, so challenging for so many. So to be able to offer some some much-needed advice. We're really grateful. Um, So I'm just going to start with, you say there is a new employment reality and it doesn't remotely resemble your parents' or grandparents' employment experiences. I'm wondering, what do you mean by that?
2: Well, I don't know about you, but in my experience, especially with my parents, uh, they worked for the same employer for, oh, decades. Mm -hmm. And you didn't leave that job if you worked for a stable employer. My mother worked for the telephone company. Uh, Mm -hmm. My father worked for an established um, container company. And promotions came periodically until they stopped. And even when they stopped, they didn't look elsewhere. Mm -hmm. They stayed there until they retired. That's not what happens now. Uh, People, even if people wanted to stay at the same job or on the same job for a number of years, say 10, 15, 20 years, that's no longer really possible because there's so many factors that are beyond the employee's control. They're, what do you call it, outsourcing, um, Mm, repositioning, Mm -hmm. offshoring, Mm -hmm. outsourcing, whatever you call it. Right. Employers had the wherewithal to relocate jobs. Yeah,
0: it's very and they it's scary. They
2: don't always ask employees to take the jobs elsewhere, even Mm -hmm. if the employee would be willing to do so. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, yeah, it's very scary. Um, As a matter of fact, it just, when you said that it reminded me, this was many, many moons ago, but um, I had, well, first, in my younger day, I worked for a dating service for many years, like seven or eight years. And then when the company was sold, I ended up starting my own. So I was in that business for the dating service business for 15 years where I did matchmaking, I sold memberships, and it the whole bit and um, I then I I did end up getting married and selling my dating service but I will tell you what it probably wasn't mm, three, six months after I sold it, and I was very lucky that I did that, um, it, that the online thing became a, a big to-do. Yeah. And um, that would have, uh, well, it would have actually probably either put me out of work or made me very rich. <laughs> well, <laughs> And I, I'd like to think it just would have pu- almost put me out of work, because to think that I could have been making all that money, <laughs> but, um, you know, but anyway, I don't know. That's It wouldn't be nearly as interesting, because I really liked the one-on-one and talking to people and what they were looking for and and how I could find them their their partner or spouse whatever uh, but it, it really it was not very very long at all after I sold the business that as I said that the, the, the uh, online dating service thing became huge and um, that you know put a lot of uh, you know small-time matchmakers out of business so um, you know that's just one glowing example. But boy, it would have been really very scary to me if I had not gone if I had not gone in another direction and gotten married. Although getting married, that was scary too. <laughs> but, <laughs> it, it definitely proved to be scary. But anyway, so um, well, go
2: ahead. But that's one of the things people. That's one of the advice. One advice that I give people: you have to keep your eye on the industry that you're working in. Mm-hmm. You have to read uh, public industry publications. You have to attend uh, uh, events at which people will be talking about what's going on in your industry. You have to network constantly so that you stay informed. Mm-hmm. Because you sounds like you got lucky. You right. didn't see it coming. No. If you had if you had positioned yourself differently would you have seen it coming? I don't
1: know. I you know that I, I don't know. I mean that was so many years ago anyway and you know I do also but believe you see what I'm saying. I do. I do. But I also believe um you know it, that things do happen for a reason and yes, you know they I do. and it definitely brought took me to a totally other trajectory. I mean I you know it was it was quite a ordeal. It was just I sold my home. I sold my business. I moved out of state. And then all of a sudden, there I was. It's like, now what? And then I did end up opening up a yoga studio. And uh, then I, you know, so there was that. And then I ended up uh, taking up painting and showing my art. So a lot of interesting, you know, chapters that followed that. Um, And then, of course, I got into radio. But um, and, and none of that probably would have happened had I just... You know, gotten into that online thing. But, and it was in the work is far more rewarding because, well, you know, matchmaking is another story. Well,
2: you know, what I say to people is doors and windows closed and. other doors and windows open right right. you know i believe like you believe things happen the way they're supposed to yeah
1: although at the time when it's happening it's not always doesn't always feel that way no Uh, right right yeah so um, yeah so at the beginning of the show um you know i i uh that you were saying that in your job search it's not always a good idea to answer every question honestly during a job (laughs) interview and so that sounds like a negative way to start
2: but you know um,
1: but tell us more of what you
2: mean let me you know and I say that from personal experience Mm -hmm. Uh, when I graduated from law school I um, was interviewed by prestigious law firms because I'd made law review I'd published an article I'd worked for a, the, the, the Chief Justice in um, the state's highest court. So I was a, an attractive candidate, but I went on one interview and the partner who was interviewing me asked me when or why I decided that I wanted to be a lawyer. And, and I told him the truth I when I watched Perry Mason. <laughs> Okay, and what's wrong with y- that? I, no, no, that's <laughs> not serious enough. <laughs> you, you know, they were looking for gravitas, and uh, I seemed frivolous. Oh, okay, well, all right. You know, I mean, oh, I well, then popo the expression then. on his face, as soon as he heard it, <laughs> he was turned off. Oh uh, well, And I yeah. said to myself, I won't do that again. Well, you so do have you, to, wait, yeah, you have to know your audience, I suppose, right? Well, no. What you have to do is you have to bring your A-game, and you don't always have to present the information about yourself and your journey the way you would present it to even a, a, a classmate or a teacher. Right. You want to, right. you know, make sure that you're presenting yourself in the most favorable light. Of course. Now, I could have said, you know, I watched Perry Mason when when I was a kid, but That may have piqued my interest, but as I got older, I became engrossed in analyzing um, what I read. And I knew from talking to people and talking to lawyers that that was a skill set that would serve me well as an attorney. So I could have, you know, fashioned it differently. But yes, I I tend to be direct. No,
1: I didn't get that. (laughs)
2: <laughs> no, he, t- he asked me, I told him, I said, Perry, May- I was watching Perry Mason. Well, you know,
1: it. I think that also it's, it's you know, it's important to bring who you are uh, to the table. Because, I mean, after all, you are going to be working in a place. But, I, I mean, I hear where you're coming from for sure. You want to b- put your best foot forward.
2: You need to be authentic. Don't, That's don't right. Don't be something that you're not. You will not be able to keep it up. All right. You're real. I mean, there's a. a, I I happened to be, this was a few years ago, I happened to be attending a conference in Washington, D.C., and I met this woman who worked for a securities firm in uh, Chicago. And she said, I told her what I was doing, I was working on my first book, and she said, well, I've got a story for you, and I said to myself, yeah, I bet. (laughs) <laughs> and she she told me, she says you know, when I, 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 I interviewed for this job and, you know, I had on a blue suit and a, a white, a white blouse and pumps. And I went in and they hired me and I did really well the first few years because she was good at what she does. Intelligent woman, hardworking woman. But she said, I couldn't do it anymore. Had to be me, and I looked at her. So she she
1: rolled up her sleeves and showed her tats.
2: (laughs) No, she came in one day with flowing, vibrant Caribbean garb. (laughs) Yeah. See.
1: Okay. Well, then. You know. I mean. Yeah. I mean. You know. Our our soul inevitably uh, is the winner in the end. You know, uh, for sure. I don't know. It just. Yeah, you know, we could get off on a completely different tangent, starting to say, you know, if you if you want to be yourself, great, but if you want to get a job, then you
2: have to kind of mold yourself. Um, I, I And think you it, have to be prepared to do it going forward. Don't write the check if you're not prepared to cash it, and continue to cash it every week.
1: Right, 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 right.
2: So the one, there was another woman sitting in the group, and she looked at the woman, she said, did it not occur to you to wear brightly colored Panties. <laughs> if
1: you're just tuning in, you're listening to Talk with Francesca, I'm speaking with the lovely Beverly Williams, who was the author of your GPS to Employment Success, How to Find and Succeed in the Right Job. Um, okay, so so let's um, veer off a little bit here and talk about how we can really prepare uh, to, to uh, get out there, how to motivate yourself physically, mentally, and emotionally for the job search, because it is... It, it it can be daunting. It's it reminds me of when I was looking to to buy a house. I mean, the whole process is like, Oof. but right now, isn't it a little bit different? Where um, there's a, actually more jobs out there than there are people to to fill them.
2: Well, as I understand it, the economy is doing well. Yep. Um, it's not doing as nearly as bad as anticipated as a right. result of the of the pandemic, okay. but there. I've also heard stories and read articles about how people don't want to go back right. into the office. Number one, right? They don't. People who were laid off uh, are, and are receiving unemployment yep. are receiving more unemployment yep. than they were than the money they were paid when they worked. So there's no incentive for them to go back to work. Oh,
1: listen, I, I hear it. I, I hear it because I, you know, as I said, I, you know, I just. I moved into a new place and I'm getting lots of work done and getting these contractors out is you okay. know is is a nightmare and I don't even want to put that energy out there because I want that to shift but you know they're going to show up and then they don't and you know and, and in fairness to them, I mean they'll they'll say, you know, it's it's just it's so hard getting help and I get stuck at a job and the guy didn't show up and so then I gotta do the work and blah blah blah. It's horrible. It is just horrible. But anyway, okay, we do need to sh- take a short break. We didn't uh get into the preparing mentally, physically and emotionally for a roller coaster job search, but we will do that when we come back. The show is sponsored by Terramia Restaurante in the North End, when you will only accept the absolute best in Italian food great service and an intimate setting. And now that we are all able to go out and about i really encourage you to visit Terramia, either Terramia or antico forno they're both beautiful restaurants and um there's parking so don't forget to tell them that i sent you and we're going to take a break now i appreciate you hanging out with me more
3: talk on the way here on 95.9 watd Ladies, are you tired of looking tired, noticing fine lines and stubborn wrinkles that won't go away? The professional team at Jolie Medical Spa in Marshfield offers Botox, fillers, all therapy, skin lifting and tightening, hydrofacials, IV hydration, and more. The warm and caring manner at Jolie Medical Spa will make you feel like you're coming in for a cup of coffee. But instead, you'll leave with a relaxed look on your face. Located conveniently at 435 Furnace Street in Marshfield, call them today at 781-248-5769 or visit them at www.joliemedspa.com to schedule your free consultation and know you are in the best of hands. Just wait for your friends to ask where you went on vacation because you know they will. Located in Boston's North
1: End holds one of our best-kept secrets, Antico Forno. Ranked number 9 of the top 10 Italian restaurants around the world within the category of being one of the most authentic. With a welcoming family feel, it's hard to argue the experience you have when enjoying dinner at Antico Forno. Best known for their brick oven pizza, their world-class traditional cuisine does not fall far behind. Come enjoy dinner at Antico Forno and feel like part of the family. Open daily from 11.30 a.m. until 10 p.m. Call us today at 617-723. Six, seven, three, three, or visit us at AnticoFornoBoston.com
4: Your pets are family. Take your dog to the Dog's Den in Pembroke. Your furry friend will go from smelling crummy to yummy because Leah at the Dog's Den really cares. Whatever your pet's needs are from de-matting to extra scissoring the Dog's Den in Pembroke has your furry friends covered. So call the Dog's Den today at 781-826-7008 or visit TheDogsDenGrooming.com.
3: Looking for an authentic Italian meal in an intimate setting? then you might just want to venture out to Boston this weekend and dine at Terramia Ristorante, a true gem among all those rhinestones in Boston's north end. This cozy trattoria with stucco walls and beam ceiling specializes in creative interpretations of Italian classics. Like the cuisine here, the atmosphere is elegant, yet understated. Since opening in 1993, Terramia Ristorante has aimed to convince diners that there's always more to Italian food than just red sauce. Over the years, the innovative and beloved restaurant has done a great deal of convincing, and best of all, it's reasonably priced. The best kept secret is worth the trip. Call 617 523 3112. That's 617 523 3112, or visit teramiarestaurante.com.
5: Hey, this is James Woods, and you are listening to Talk with Francesca.
1: On 95.9 WATD. And we are back, and I am speaking with Beverly Williams. She is the author of Your GPS to Employment Success, and we are talking about trying to find a job, what to do, how to, what to wear. So welcome back, Beverly.
2: Thank you, Francesca. I appreciate you inviting me.
1: So, okay, the importance of preparing mentally, physically, and emotionally for a roller coaster job search. So, so let's talk a little bit about that. Um, and in particular, I'd like to talk a little bit more about the the older crowd because you know the kids. Okay, they're out of school. They're you know they're competing and whatnot with one another. But I think it's really as uh, the the little bit you know the baby boomers get back into working. Um, it really, it can be quite a challenge, um, you know, p- because a lot of places, they don't want to hire people that are, you know, 45, 50, 55 years old. And uh, I know I, ha- I, I have a friend who um, had decided that he was quitting his job, and he decided, I'm going to write a book. And I'm thinking, are you out of your mind? At this point, he was... He was probably 60 years old. And uh, I thought, this is absolutely nuts. Well, he was really bound and determined. And for six months, he wrote and wrote and wrote. And then he started saying, oh, my gosh, how am I going to pay these bills? And then he decided to go out and start looking for work. And, well, it was not so easy. He inevitably did land a, a fabulous job. He's doing fantastic. Um, but, you know, it, it can really be something else. It can be really, really difficult for uh, the baby boomers to, to find work.
2: Regardless of age, it's a grind. Uh, I, there's no other way to put it. it. It's a grind, and you have to prepare yourself mentally, physically, and emotionally for the work that it requires. For rejection, you have to steel yourself and and keep telling yourself this does not define me. The fact that they may not have responded your resume. They may not have even acknowledged receipt of your resume. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Ageism is alive and living across mm-hmm. the world. Yeah, it sure but is. there are some things, you know, I, I was in a group um, and um, a woman said to me when she heard what I was doing with, you know, writing the book. She says, well, do you know about ageism? Have you, ever been, have you ever dealt with that? And we were on a Zoom call, and, I, and she says, you know, she told me what her credentials was and were, and she is a credentialed person. She, um, I don't know how she performs on the job, but she has the bells and whistles, the, the necessary degrees. But when I looked at her on the screen, she didn't make me want to reach for my wallet." She didn't exude energy. She didn't look pulled together. Um, She didn't look like she was ready to go out there and compete for a job. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know her, so I couldn't say that to her. But I find that some, and I find it more in women than in men, they are not, you know, the hair may not be colored. Um, They may not. Uh, be dressed so that it makes it, they give the impression that they're engaged and, and ready to go. I find that it may be just easier for men to put on a suit and a tie and a white shirt mm-hmm. and look pulled together. But you're right. Ageism alone mm-hmm. is enough to stymie. Baby boomers, right? So but how how do they there prepare them? There, there are ways to get around it, but and it's through networking. It's ah. Through networking,
1: uh huh. And well, it has not been so easy in the past, over the past year, to network. So how, especially in a virtual world, anyway? Um, how do you recommend then that that um, they do this?
2: I recommend that LinkedIn be used. Mm-hmm. Um in fact, I just finished a webinar, uh, listening to a, a webinar about how to uh, how women can become um, uh, corporate board members. And one woman said that she, she was identified by her LinkedIn contributions. Go on to LinkedIn. When you consider that that's a reservoir of just so many different people with different backgrounds, who went to different schools, look for a connection, whether it's where they went to school as in high school, college, law school, um, what they like to do, look for pictures of animals. If they have a dog or a cat and you like one or the other, connect on that level. You have to connect with people. You have to meet them where they are and where you feel that you can establish a connection. And, you, and think of it as a, you want to create a win win. You don't want to go after people only because they can help you. If you establish a connecti- connection, excuse me, see if you can find a way for you to help them even in a small way. Right. Maybe you can walk their dog if, you, if they're close by, mm-hmm. or you can help them if they have a technological problem. You know, just try to be of service and give as much as you get.
1: Right. And what about in a virtual world? What do you?
2: How, how do you recommend uh, dealing with that? Zoom, Zoom, Skype, WebEx. I mean, I never knew there were so many different uh, video platforms.
1: You know, I think you. That, yeah. I think it's very important, oh, you know. people, I'm yeah. sorry, No, I was just going to say, I think people can get very sloppy, myself included, um, on Zoom calls or, you know, an online class, like, eh, I'm home, like, you know, I'm in my pajamas, who cares, you know, uh, <laughs> um, I think a lot of people have that mentality, and you know, what's interesting, um, there was a, a woman um, a while back who had uh, asked if she could be on my show. I. Didn't end up connecting with her. I don't remember why, but um, but anyway, she wanted to talk about how to actually uh, present yourself online, and that it really did make a huge difference. And and when she did connect with me initially, I did start to look, and there is you do notice there really kind of is a difference in some of the ways that, that people do connect. And, um, and I think it does make a, somewhat of a, a difference. You know, it's just, it's just being prepared and, and looking together and, um, you know, being present. And um, I, I think that that does make somewhat of a difference. Wouldn't you agree?
2: Let me give you an example. Yeah. Uh, when I started writing the first book, I thought someone on television, it was an older woman, and I, I don't judge age well. Um, she looked older, and she was an HR person, and she'd been unemployed for a while, and she was really bitter. She says, I have so many years of experience. I've done this. I've done that. I've done this. And I haven't been able to find a job. And I looked at her, and I said, you ought to know, I said, to, because it's on television, so I can talk out loud. Right? Like mm. you ought to know better. Yeah. You again? You don't make me want to reach for my wallet to hire you. Yeah. She she was drab. She was she was like she had a she gave off a, an entitlement vibe. Mm. I've done this, and you ought to want me, and you don't, and it's just not right. And right. I said to myself, there are too many people out there that can do what you do. Right. Right. You know, we're not curing cancer. Right. Well, you, you know, know H, HR people do HR things, and there are a lot of HR people out there. Right. Well, no one is indispensable
1: as well, you know. That's and true and that, that's, that's an important thing to know. I remember when I was a young girl growing up, I remember my father always saying that, like, don't ever get too too confident that you think that somebody couldn't replace you because they can. And, um, you know, I carried that. Good with advice. Me. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. What, what are some inconvenient truths job
2: seekers need to hear? That you don't know one, one you don't know who's watching you. Mm. You don't know what you don't know and why you don't know it.
1: What does that mean?
2: It means that Okay, let me give you a good example. In, in a corporate environment, there are usually bonus plans. You don't know who's in your boss. You don't know, maybe, number one, whether your boss has a bonus plan, which includes um, goals and objectives and a price tag uh-huh. <laughs> assigned to each goal and objective. Now, if you're in his goal, if what you do on a daily basis as an employee furthers the achievement of his goals and objectives, which will net him more money, Mm -hmm. and you do that successfully, Mm -hmm. he should reward you. But you don't know whether you're doing that because you don't know whether there is a bonus involved, and you don't know what the objectives are if there is one involved. So those are things that you don't know. That's why it's important that you make friends in other departments because you can share information, maybe not about what the bonus objectives are, but the fact that there is a bonus plan. Mm
6: -hmm.
2: You need to know that because people... People work in furtherance of their success, and there's nothing wrong with that. And if you can contribute to your boss's success, he or she should reward you for it. And if they don't, you need to find another job, in my opinion.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: And it can be with the same employer or a different employer. But I remember one year, when I, the first year I worked at a place, I wasn't satisfied with my bonus, and I went to my boss and I said, I need you, and I performed, I was off the charts, Mm -hmm. because I didn't, (laughs) I was just, I was just glad to be there. And I went to my boss and I said, I need you to help me understand what more I could have done to get a bigger bonus. And he knew I had I had blown the doors off the off the mm-hmm. the, off the goals and objectives associated with mm-hmm. my work. He said, "Okay, I hear you. I'll get back to you. I got another five percent." Excellent, fantastic. fantastic. But you have to know how things are done, and if you if you think you know, but you don't know. You do, you do yourself a disservice. you need to gather information. Information is power and it needs to be accurate information. You need to get have reliable sources. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay and yeah, um, Keep an
1: open mind. yeah OK we need to take a short break. when we come back. a, a few more inconvenient truths uh, job seekers need to hear, so listeners stay with us here.
7: This is life.
1: I'm Francesca Luca, and you're listening to Talk with Francesca on 95.9 WATD.
4: Moving into your new home or office is easy when you trust the experienced professionals at ASAP Movers. If you're looking for dedicated movers who will take the stress out of your move, call ASAP Movers today at 857-928-3071. They move everyone in New England, both residential and commercial. ASAP Movers can even provide you with all the packing materials you need. So call now at 857-928-3071.
5: You'll be glad you did. You need help around the house. You need a handyman. How do you find just the one you're looking for? Go to locally owned and operated handymanconnection.com. Handyman Connection puts you in touch with one of their carefully screened and background checked craftsmen. You get the best help around from maintenance, installation and remodeling services, carpentry, tiling and flooring, and assistance with aging in place upgrades to your home. Handyman Connection also provides you with free in-home estimates and a one year written warranty on labor from one of their experienced professionals. Call 781-829-3030 or visit handymanconnection.com. Your connection to quality craftsmen on the South Shore. One call, one connection.
8: Tides is beachside dining at its best, all year round. Located at the end of the Nahant Causeway, directly on Nahant Beach, the ocean views from the dining room in the pub can't be beat. Tides specializes in casual dining with food that's delicious, not pretentious on a warm day enjoy a frosty pint at their bar or their sun-drenched deck on Nahant Beach or enjoy an incredible meal in their dining room anytime. Tides guarantees you great atmosphere with superior service the menu at Tides is full of fresh high-quality seafood prime rib, chicken, pasta and pizza that everyone will love. Check out the drink menu at Tides for fun cocktails 30 ice-cold beers on tap and their well-rounded wine list with state-of-the-art tap wines. Tides is unbeatable anytime, summer or winter, lunch or dinner, rain or shine. Visit tidesnahant.com.
1: Located in Boston's North End holds one of our best-kept secrets, Antico Forno. Ranked number 9 of the top 10 Italian restaurants around the world within the category of being one of the most authentic. With a welcoming family feel, it's hard to argue the experience you have when enjoying dinner at Antico Forno. Best known for their brick oven pizza, their world-class traditional cuisine does not fall far behind. Come enjoy dinner at Antico Forno and feel like part of the family. Open daily from 1130 a.m. until 10 p.m. Call us today at 617 723 three six seven three three or visit us at antico this is
7: life,
1: i'm francesca luca and you're listening to talk with francesca on 95.9 WATD. and we are back and i'm speaking with beverly williams author of your gps to employment success how to find and succeed in the right job so i'm in i'm enjoying the show so much that i just realized was that our second break or our third one kevin second that's what i thought okay <laughs> i just want to make sure that this wasn't the last segment okay welcome back beverly thank you
2: francesca
1: all right so uh, inconvenient truths job seekers need to hear let's hear some more
2: okay you know we all have egos some more pronounced than others don't let your ego get in the way if you don't know something if you if, if you have no idea you you don't know don't guess say you don't know there's no shame in admitting lack of knowledge unless you were supposed to know you had time to find out you were given knowing as an assignment and you didn't do it oh, wow. but even then don't even try to fudge it they will know that you didn't do what you were supposed to do be authentic I don't know. And if you if you tried to find out and you couldn't find out, say that. But never lie. Well, it wait, at the beginning you said we should good. lie.
1: <laughs> but Pardon the, me? But at the beginning of the, the show you did say that don't always
2: tell the truth. <laughs> no, well, what did I say? You can include the truth, but... You soften it. All right. Of course. I no, just can't... came. The unvarnished truth, as, as a friend of mine told me that I was brutally honest. Well, I yeah. just tell what I think, what I believe to be the truth. And I thought about that. I said, oh, maybe she's right. You have to soften it up. Mm-hmm. You, have always, and I to, you have to always come across as an intelligent, responsible, reliable professional. mm mm-hmm. Let's That's see. what you want to convey, and when I said I became a lawyer because of Perry Mason, that was inconsistent with the image that yeah, I right. should have been projecting. Right.
1: Let, speaking of image, um, let's talk a little bit about personal branding. What can we learn about personal branding from Miss Piggy?
2: Oh, I love Miss Piggy. Uh. <laughs> Do <Dude. laughs> because she's so she's so she's so in your face. She's so un apologetic yeah she is who she is she's a pig she's a pig in louboutin shoes i mean who who would have thought that possible Uh, but she did a uh in style magazine which is a fashion magazine that i love in style magazine did a, a a spread on miss piggy a few years ago oh boy and i mean I could not believe my eyes. She had been off the radar for a long time, and we always knew that she was um, a diva, but we hadn't seen Miss Piggy for a long time, so when she roared back into television, I wanted to see whether she had remained true to herself, and doggone it, she did. She was still flamboyant, she was in love with Kermit, she was unapologetic, (laughs) and It was wonderful. Well, she could afford to do that. (laughs) She wasn't looking for a job. She could afford to do (laughs) that because people like me appreciated the authenticity. Uh, And she makes me smile. So what could we learn? What would you say we could learn from that? To thine own self be true. It's, It's consistent with what I said about the woman who changed the way she dressed. Yeah. Right, of course. It was okay for Miss Piggy to dress like that in the environment she was in. If she had been working for a a securities firm, that would not, her demeanor, her persona would not be appreciated. She is an
7: artiste,
2: and she can be a diva.
1: Yeah, like I said earlier, our, you know, our souls always went out and we really do have to be true to ourselves. And, and you know, as much as we may try to, you know, fit in at times, I think it's really, I, I think that ultimately it's just, it, it doesn't make us feel good.
2: I really, you know, it just. Does. But surprisingly, you're absolutely right. It doesn't make us feel good, but we persist in doing it for different reasons.
1: Oh, that's right. That's right. It's like
2: the. the and you're yeah. absolutely right. And that's where mental health comes in, and self care is helpful. And we have to understand that we deserve to be cared for. And if we have to do it ourselves, so be it. That's right. If it means going to a movie or going to a library and just taking time to read a book or taking a walk we have to we have to know that what we how we take care of ourselves how we value ourselves, and we can't let people marginalize us or minimize what our contribution is um in furtherance of their
1: end. Beverly, you talked about a former NFL athlete who asked a stranger for help and it changed the trajectory of his life. Tell us about that.
2: You know, I'm so glad you asked me about that because I remembered that the New England Patriots had something to do with his story. He was, um, he had gotten cut from another um, NFL team and he was on his way. He was, he was on his way to a tryout for the New England Patriots, and he got on a plane. Didn't have much money. His mother had paid for his ticket, and he sat next to this guy who was well dressed, um, obviously expensive jewelry, and um, he was working on a present, working on a presentation on his laptop. And the young man was just at a loss. He didn't know what his future was going to be. He didn't know how he was going to earn a living. He didn't know whether he was going to make the Patriots team. He turned to the man and he asked him, will you help me? And the man looked at him and asked him, how can I help? They struck up a conversation, and to cut to the chase, because you know, if you want the entire, the most of the story, you can go to my uh, web, website, youremploymentmatters um, dot com, and my podcast is Your Employment Matters with Beverly Williams. His um, his name is Lou Alexander. His podcast is interview is on the um, on the website. Fantastic. I talked to Lou last week and he is now vice president of the man's um, tech, vice president of sales at the man's tech company. Oh, wow. In California. When I heard it, when I heard the story, I I, I just couldn't believe my ears.
1: Why? I I think that's if you don't ask, you don't receive.
2: But who who would ask a stranger? How many people I do would. you know would ask a stranger that you met on a plane? Will you help me? I might <laughs> if I needed help. <laughs> but, I, I don't think I
1: would. I, 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 I might. I, I, I might. But I know I it's don't. pretty forward. It's pretty forward. But I guess it sort of depends on your the, your headspace, right? He was
2: he was at the, he was at the end of his rope, yeah. but <laughs> he still could. He was still going to a tryout. So there was still a possibility, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He wasn't, you know, all the doors had not been closed. It was just, you know, it, I can't even tell you. I and, Well, the story is, the friend that was conducting this, um, this training uh, 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 webinar, she wanted me to participate, and I said, do you know how, it started at seven o'clock in the morning, Eastern time, mm-hmm. and I said, Do you know I work into the late into the night I got to get this book finished? She said, Beverly, please, and she's done she's a good friend, really works with a lot of young people, so I said, Fine, I get up. I had so you know to be ready for a zoom call at seven o'clock. it takes a little time mm-hmm. to make sure that you don't look like the bottom of somebody's shoes and they'll be uh, they'll be talking about me <laughs> the way I talk about people um <laughs> that I've mentioned while on this um on this show, so uh, I pull myself together and I get on the on the call, and he's the one Lou is the one who's going to be talking he's the presenter wow, and I'm like. He says, he's in California. I felt so bad. I apologized profusely. I said, I am so sorry. I feel so horrible. It's four o'clock where you are. <laughs> <laughs> he said, yes. And his one of his relatives was on the call to support him. Oh, my, gosh. Oh <laughs> oh my, my gosh. goodness. Oh, my goodness. I feel goodness. so bad. Oh my but gosh. I'm glad I'm here. And I heard his story, and I call. I got in touch with my publisher, and I asked, "I need time. I need to. I need to have his his um, his interview transcribed, and I need to take ex- excerpts and put include it in the last section of my book. I want that to be the last thing." anybody read. Speaking
1: of your book we're get, we do need to take a short break but I'd like to give away uh, two copies of your book if I could uh, so the third and the sixth emailer who uh, email me at info at talk with Francesca will get a copy of Beverly's book the uh, Your GPS to Employment Success How to Find and Succeed in the Right Job. So we're going to take a short break and when we come back more to come.
7: This is life.
1: This is Talk with Francesca. I'm Francesca Luca. We'll talk more in just a bit on 95.9 WATD.
5: You need help around the house. You need a handyman. How do you find just the one you're looking for? Go to locally owned and operated handymanconnection.com. Handyman Connection puts you in touch with one of their carefully screened and background checked craftsmen. You get the best help around from maintenance, installation and remodeling services, carpentry, tiling and flooring, and assistance with aging in place upgrades to your home. Handyman Connection also provides you with free in-home estimates and a one-year written warranty on labor from one of their experienced professionals. Call 781-829-3030 or visit handymanconnection.com. Your connection to quality craftsmen on the South Shore one call one connection moving into your new home or office is easy
4: when you trust the experienced professionals at ASAP movers if you're looking for dedicated movers who will take the stress out of your move call ASAP movers today at 857-928-3071 They move everyone in New England, both residential and commercial. ASAP movers can even provide you with all the packing materials you need. So call now at 857-928-3071. You'll be glad you did.
8: Tides is beachside dining at its best, all year round. Located at the end of the Nahant Causeway, directly on Nahant Beach, the ocean views from the dining room in the pub can't be beat. Tides specializes in casual dining with food that's delicious, not pretentious. On a warm day, enjoy a frosty pint at their bar or their sun-drenched deck on Nahant Beach. Or enjoy an incredible meal in their dining room anytime. Tides guarantees you great atmosphere with superior service. The menu at Tides is full of fresh, high-quality seafood, prime rib, chicken, pasta, and pizza that everyone will love. Check out the drink menu at Tides for fun cocktails, 30 ice-cold beers on tap, and their well-rounded wine list with state-of-the-art tap wines. Tides is unbeatable anytime, summer or winter, lunch or dinner, rain or shine. Visit tidesnahant.com.
4: You've made it through the winter, and now it's time to make your yard come alive this spring. You need to get in touch with the professionals who can make that happen quickly and affordably. You need to visit SaleEnterprises.net. For simple cleanups and landscaping, visit SaleEnterprises.net. Upgrade your favorite spot in the backyard to have an inviting stone patio. Give your front walkway the character it deserves with a unique paver layout. SaleEnterprises.net can even create an eye catching cobblestone masterpiece that will not only define your yard, but reduce watering and yard maintenance. You've probably already seen your neighbors getting a head start. Be sure to book your appointment today so you have more time to enjoy your new space. Visit saleenterprises.net
3: Looking for an authentic Italian meal in an intimate setting? Then you might just want to venture out to Boston this weekend and dine at Terramia Ristorante, a true gem among all those rhinestones in Boston's north end. This cozy trattoria with stucco walls and beam ceiling specializes in creative interpretations of Italian classics. Like the cuisine here, the atmosphere is elegant, yet understated. Since opening in 1993, Terramia Ristorante has aimed to convince diners that there's always more to Italian food than just Red Sauce. Over the years, the innovative and beloved restaurant has done a great deal of convincing. And best of all, it's reasonably priced. The best-kept secret is worth the trip. Call 617-523-3112. That's 617-523-3112. Or visit teramiarestaurante.com. This is the
1: Now for more Talk with Francesca on 95.9 WATD. All right, we are back, and I am speaking with Beverly Williams, author of Your GPS to Employment Success, How to Find and Succeed in the Right Job. Welcome back, Beverly.
2: Thank you, Francesca.
1: All right, so in this last segment, um, I'd like to cover um, some of your, uh, practically speaking, some of your tips, because I know that you have something like 125 tips in your book, um, and in your very first tip in your book, you say, view and prepare for your job search through a lens that presumes the worst job market ever, regardless of the state of economy and economy and your prospects. And that seems like a, a negative approach. So tell us.
2: Well, if you, if you proceed and prepare as though it's a, it's a tight job market, your expectations will be more easily managed. If you if you think you're going because it's a, a a robust economy and there are plenty of jobs, you may not bring your A game. You may not put as much effort in presenting yourself most favorably mm-hmm. if you think it's going to be right. a, a cakewalk. Well, you know, I, so I, if you yeah,
1: yeah go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say I I actually I I agree with you because um. I've mentioned a couple times, so at, at back uh, several months ago, I was looking for a home and it was just a, really a daunting process. And I had to really, um, you know, sort of rethink. The way I was going about shopping and and wanting to be there before the open house and find reasons to to get in before the open house and and that's actually how I ended up getting the home that I, I have now is that I said to the broker you know try to get me in you know uh, before the the open house and flat out lied you know it's like oh, I'm going away for the weekend you know <laughs> and yeah. uh, you know um, so you really. It, but that's because it was just a, such a daunting process, and it, it sounds like what you're saying is the same thing. Is like you've got to really kind of realign yourself with what what is, um, you know, and so that you can so that you can be effective and, and get the the job that you want. But so let's go through some of your your
2: pointers. Okay. Networking is the GPS to employment success. Absolutely. Mm. And it's not just social networking. It's live, in-person networking or virtual networking in the age of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Face-to-face interactions are preferable always because they can assess your demeanor. They can assess your appearance. They can assess what you're wearing and how you hold yourself, um, how you present yourself, what you look like when you communicate. That's important. Mm-hmm. So networking, and, and, and I know some people will rely on Facebook or, or Twitter or Instagram. That's fine. But you have to use well, my advice. My advice is to use all forms all what all forms yeah. of social media social mm-hmm. social networking, mm-hmm. and live in person networking, and use them robustly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't favor one over the other.
1: Well, I think there's um, a lot of truth to that. I have a, um, a, a very dear friend. She's a, she's a fantastic stager. She just, she. I mean, she can just really transform any home and make it just beautiful before the sale. And she's done very, very well um, for herself. And, I mean, she is just out there, um, you know, on, on, on every platform, absolutely imaginable. I mean, she's really, and she's just done an amazing job, you know. And I remember we were... Uh, I was looking at a house And she said Well let me come with you And this one day And she did And sure enough She gave the broker Her card um, You know And um, I I mean I just thought That was like good, smart thinking, you know. Um,
2: You're it, right. It, You're absolutely right. And,
1: and she's really soared. I mean, she has done absolutely a, an amazing job. She's really super successful. And, um, you know, she really, I mean, now it's just, it's like gravy. I mean, business is just coming to her like crazy. So I, I do believe that. But I, I, I know it's been, you know, all her hard work that's really paid off, even if it's, you know, some some little, little podcast that you know, she thinks you know. I was like, well, nobody's going to listen to that, or you. Well, no, no, no. You know, it's good practice, and uh, and and she's right. It, it, it you know, there have been times you know early in her career where you know she wanted to get out there, she wanted to get comfortable with with communicating um, on a podcast, and uh, and uh, so yeah, so you know, I mean, I think it really no matter you know taking every single opportunity very seriously you know and she and that's her that's her motto in life and just you know everything look at everything as an opportunity and uh, bless her heart that's why I have my little puppy now although there are times when I could kill her (laughs) <laughs>
2: but that's it. Opportunity. You don't know when opportunity is going to present itself. Yeah, yeah. Try well, yeah. to take advantage of every opportunity. Uh, you know. Yeah. And it's not always easy to recognize them. No, no. I
1: remember it was just funny. You know, I had just there was a there was an opportunity for this cutest little dog. I was like, oh, it's kind of new and. You know, my other little baby had you know just passed away and it had been less than a month, and you know, oh, I don't know, you know, and and you know, she kept saying it's an opportunity, and, and oh, but you know, and the, but but but, and, and you know, but she just she, you know, just sort of turned me around, and now of course I'm very grateful I have my baby, but um, you know, it's uh, but I, I tease her sometimes, And I was like, oh, I could choke you, yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> it's still a lot of puppy energy. That's what
2: friends are for. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but uh, you know, I mean, I think that there is, I think you do have to have your ears and your eyes um, open all the time if you really want to succeed. I mean, I think that's what I, I'm hearing you say anyway, but anyway. So, yeah,
2: absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it's just like. And you have to, you have to put yourself out there. Yeah, well, absolutely. Some, and it may mean for some stepping outside their comfort zone. Mm, right. Everyone's not gregarious. An extrovert. Everyone doesn't feel comfortable approaching strangers, mm-hmm. but necessity is the mother of invention. If you have to invent a, a, an alternative uh, persona, you know, step outside yourself and let the other person introduce you Right, <laughs> mentally. Right, right. But you gotta yep. you've got to do it. You've got to do it. You've got to stand and deliver.
1: Um, Kevin, how much time do we have left? Four minutes okay we've got time I think for well let's two more tips two more awesome tips
2: two more tips okay let's see two minutes per go, tip one let me see um, your personal appearance can help you get hired or cause you to be disregarded now harken back to the woman in the that, that transitioned into the um, colorful yep. Caribbean garb that might work well in um, New York on fashion uh, you know during fashion Week. You know, it depends on the environment that you're seeking employment in, and you need to conduct the research. Well, that's just kind you of common you, sense, though, right? Tattoos will be all right if you're a chef. Right. They won't be all right if you want to work for, um, it, for a Fortune 500 co- um, company. You can hide them, and they may not see them. You know, wear long sleeve shirts. It's your choice. You have to figure it out. But as soon as the tattoos are seen, it may cause you a problem. Mm-hmm. The other tip that I would give is there's freedom of speech in the America, in the United States of America, but you need to understand there may be consequences for what you say and how you conduct yourself. And you have to decide whether or not how you do so is serving you well. hmm
1: Okay, I think we have time for one more because we whipped through those pretty quick, right? So we've got time for two minutes. Two minutes.
2: I like this. Your clothes should never enter the room before you do. Your clothes? You are more important than your clothes. Ah, so. If people are talking about what you have on before you get in the room, that's not good, whether you're stylishly dressed or not stylishly dressed or inappropriately dressed. Either way, I think it's a problem. Because if you're in if you're in that environment because you're looking for a job, there may be someone at a high level that wants to look as good as you do in what you have on and doesn't. Ah. You don't want to create Jealousy. Negative vibes and jealousy. Negative opinions. Yeah, exactly. Ah, okay. You know, All not right. from the door. Not, as, not even before you walk in the door. You want to be. You want to come across as, as I said, professional, reliable, mm-hmm. and ready to and pro- um, create. Uh, a win-win situation and add value to any employer's efforts
1: And be approachable. Alright, Beverly Williams, how to find and succeed in the right job. Thanks so much for joining us tonight on Talk with Francesca. It's been a pleasure.
2: I so enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Alright. you have no idea. It was fun. Uh, it was
1: fun. Alright, have a great night. Alright, listeners, we've got to wrap things up and say good night. Hope you enjoyed the show. See you next week. Same time, same place. Make it a great week.